Welcome to the story of writing, a look at writers and written work that made history and changed us too. It's June 7th, 2023. I'm your host, John Brown. On this day in the year 1494, the nations of Spain and Portugal signed the Treaty of Tordesillas. It created a line that ran north to south that they believed divided the new world in two, the eastern half for Portugal, the western for Spain. The two monarchies said the line would run approximately halfway between Japan and the Cape Verde Islands, which lie nearly 400 miles off the west coast of Senegal. It's clear now that cartographers had no clear sense of the size or positioning of the landmass they were carving up, and no one knew that these continents were home to 50 million people. The treaty was a success in only one significant way. It carved up spheres of influence in the New World. And that is the reason Brazilians speak Portuguese, not Spanish. On June 7, 1628, the Petition of Right became law. It is considered one of the three English charters that limit the power of the monarchy in order to protect the British people. The other two are the Magna Carta and the 1689 Bill of Rights. The Petition of Right codified four principles. No taxation without the consent of Parliament no imprisonment without cause, no quartering of soldiers on subjects, and no martial law in peacetime. These protections were in response to King Charles I. He was an authoritarian king who believed he had the divine right to do as he pleased. His wars, the taxes he levied to pay for them, and other actions were crippling the nation and turning the people against the government. The British Parliament withheld the king's funding until he agreed to the petition, but Charles continued taxing his people and going to war. This led to a civil war and his execution. And it was on this day in 1776 when Richard Henry Lee said the American colonies should form an independent nation, free from British rule. Lee was a Virginia delegate to the Second Continental Congress. His proposal, which came to be called the Lee Resolution, was seconded by fellow founding father John Adams, and it led the 13 United States to draft their Declaration of Independence. In 1938 on this day, forces with the Chinese nationalist government, led by Chiang Kai-shek, breached the Yellow River Dam near Zhengzhou. They were trying to stop the Japanese army, which had invaded China and, after a series of victories, were close to conquering the nation. The resulting flood did slow the Japanese army, but only for a short time. It allowed Chinese soldiers to make a strategic retreat, which preserved the government, but the flood killed an estimated 800,000 Chinese people. It created 4 million Chinese refugees driven from their homes by the flood, and it destroyed the region's farmland. The Chinese nationalist government blamed the Japanese for the dam breach. The disinformation was supported and spread by Chinese newspapers friendly to the government. On June 7, 1965, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that states could not prohibit married couples from using contraception. In the case Griswold v. Connecticut, the justices cited the Constitution's protection of marital privacy. And it is the birthday of American poet Gwendolyn Brooks, Born in 1917, Brooks' writing gave voice to black experiences and perspectives from before the Second World War, through the Civil Rights era, and to the modern age. 
She was the first black poet to win the Pulitzer Prize and the first black woman to hold the role of consultant in poetry to the Library of Congress. Today's reading is from Maud Martha, the story of a girl, much like Brooks herself, who becomes a woman in 1940s Chicago, written by Gwendolyn Brooks. Dandelions were what she chiefly saw, yellow jewels for every day, studding the patched green dress of her backyard. She liked their demure prettiness, second to their everydayness, for in that latter quality she thought she saw a picture of herself, and it was comforting to find that what was common could also be a flower. That is the story of writing for June 7th. Thanks for listening. On tomorrow's episode, the U.S. Antiquities Act and George Orwell's novel, 1984. What writing has changed you? Please let me know at storyofwriting.com. Thank you.